Hey everyone, it's very light here in Texas, but that didn't stop some guy in Austin and I from immediately podcasting after Hannah's journey to find love ended with the mediocre, let's get a drink. We dissect everything, Peter's exit, Tyler's parents interview, Jed's dog food jingle. It's all in here. And we managed to work in Twilight and Footloose. We're a full service podcast here at I Hate Green Beans. And we support Hannah's future endeavors. Roll Tide. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 123 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay, and I am here in the middle of the night with some guy in Austin so we can talk about Hannah's second part of her finale journey to find love. And welcome back. You weren't here last week. Uh, you know, it's it's good to be back. Uh, as you know, I was um, uh, in trial for nine days, and um, that precluded me from my enjoyable Monday or whatever day we, we record this with you. <laughs> so it is good to be back. Although, you know, I'm thinking that, you know, because we, this is sort of a unusual time, you know, if Hannah can lose love and attempt to find love again through a drink at a hotel bar, then by golly, I can, I can stay up late <laughs> hang out with you. That's exactly that should have been the whole right. freaking season anyway. They should have just shoveled, shoveled Tyler in a bar when she was a little sloppy. The whole thing would have been over in 10 minutes. <laughs> That's paradise. You're getting your reality shows confused. Exactly. <laughs> um, so we had a two-part finale and we're doing one podcast so we're squishing them together and we're just going to hit the highlights we are so talented we're squeezing four hours into one podcast it's it's beyond comparison of any other podcast you may listen to and i'm pretty excited because everything is fresh and everything is brand new and we get to talk through our thoughts which we rarely get to do usually we have a little bit of time to think over things but it just happened, and I'm pretty pumped mm. about it. Are you? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know if I feel indifferent or if I'm excited for Tyler or if I'm um, if I'm nervous for Hannah. I'm not really sure. I'm pretty sure that Jed's career is over at I least agree. for the time being. Anyway, oh my gosh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can open for uh, you can open for uh, Wes Hayden at the Fingers Furniture over there on 45. Mm-hmm. You know what the uh, the bet the thing I thought about would have been the most awesome thing. Um, you know, because he's got two choices when they bring him out in his contractually obligated, super uncomfortable interview in front of all the women that just hate him to death because mm-hmm. of what he's just done. Uh, I thought he, so he's got two choices. He can be contrite like he did and say, you're a wonderful woman. And I'm sorry. It's all my fault. Um, or he should have just owned it. I thought it would have been great if he would have come out with the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> and sang the dog food jingle. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Just. <laughs> Maybe the same melody with different words, you know, bachelor-related content or whatever. <laughs> oh, pleading for somebody to let him on Paradise. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, look, it works for pro wrestlers. You know, they can be a heel. <laughs> he should just, you know, that, I just was hoping he would come out with the guitar. But uh, bringing the guitar to the uh, final, uh, mm-hmm. whatever they call that, 
was uh, was interesting. Let's talk about Peter. And I don't mean to say I told you so to all of the listeners, but we both told them so. We knew we that did. Peter was going because she liked somebody with an edge, and it was super-duper sad, and he cried about it. I cried about it. Um, I didn't cry, but I felt um, I felt some empathy for the guy. You know, mm-hmm. We've all been, well, not maybe all of us, but I've certainly been in that situation where I was number two, you know, to a much, a much, uh, badder boy and a worse choice than myself. And I just knew it and my heart broke. Um, so I could relate to that, but here's the deal though. Out of all these guys, look, Tyler was forced to slam the door tonight on all of the women in the audience who would date him. Mm -hmm. He was forced to slam the door on being the next bachelor. He was forced to slam the door on potentially going to paradise because now he's stuck with Hannah Brown and look, that may work out. So I'm not really sure it's a happy ending for him yet. Um, Oh, those are all very good points. I had not thought about that. That's right. We all know what happened to um, to Jed. (laughs) I mean, he's done for the time being. Yes. Um, And uh, so anyway, Peter's to me, he's got the brightest future, even though he went out first. Well, how do you feel about his parents being in the audience and she's blowing air kisses? at Hannah mm-hmm. when she walks out. I thought that was odd. And then for the entire family to cheer once Hannah said, I told a lie. We didn't windmill twice. We windmilled four times. Yeah. Um, good for Peter. I mean, I guess he's living <laughs> up to his name, you know? <laughs> it's like It's Peter with a capital P, isn't it? Yeah. Well, good for him. Peter. <laughs> yeah. Say that four times real fast. I mean, even that's hard to do. <laughs> it's I'm been so, a long week. I'm so tired. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you okay. know, if we were having a sleepover, we'd totally have a pillow fight right now. <laughs> I already put your bra in the freezer. Don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, is that a... See, I just learned something. That's a girl thing. You put the bra in the freezer. What happens then? It just they gets can't cold. find their bra and it's frozen. <laughs> I don't know. I right. want to talk about Tyler and how he crushed yeah. the parent interview as opposed to Jed who crashed and burned because there's no way for him to give Hannah the life that she deserves and be the man right. of the family and the financial provider. What did you think about those two up against each other? Was ABC trying to do that to make us think there's no way she's going to pick Jed? Yes. I agree. I mean, as valid as some of those points were from a parent's perspective, right? You don't, you don't want you because look, you know what they're picturing when that guy runs around with his guitar, <laughs> they're picturing, Four other dudes, you know, have taken over their garage to practice mm-hmm. because he can't pay rent somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're also picturing, you know, their, da- their daughter waiting tables uh, between uh, day shifts at whatever job she gets to uh, make uh, his dreams come true. So, that, I mean, that, that's valid, you know. Yeah. Um, my sister is actually married to a successful musician. Um, and, um, you know, it's a tough way to make a living. I mean, it took him years to build up a fan base and, um, you know, it's, it's a tough way to make a living. No, no, no doubt about it. So I think some of those, some of those questions are valid. Although I think, you know, the tendency of a parent when you hear musician is to just jump to, well, he's a slimy whatever. And I don't think that's completely fair. What's your sister's husband's name again? 
his name's Roger Blevins, and uh, the band that he tours with—it's actually his band. He does arrangements and the music and the writing, and everything. Is uh, Mingo Fish Trap, and oh. it's named after the intersection of the two streets where the band was founded. Okay. Well, to Hannah's defense, she did tell her daddy that she was a successful person and could make her own money. Mm-hmm. Roll Tide. So she's I, such a strong, powerful woman. Yeah, she's a very strong, powerful woman. She's we a learned very that tonight, strong, powerful influencer is more like it because I think she cracked mm-hmm. a million followers on Instagram. So she can pretty much do whatever she getting wants in the near future. Yeah, getting up there. Two, two million is about when you start making, um, you know, ridiculous money or you can make ridiculous money. But I mean, exposure to the Bachelorette, I'm sure she's going to do just fine oh, in the near future. I agree. Because she's very, very commercial friendly. They'll throw her in a few of those. And, you know, maybe she'll do a guest spot on Dancing with the Stars or something. Who knows? I bet she will because she's a dancer. What? Now, who else is a dancer? Tyler. Uh, Tyler. What? It's a great fit, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I hope that drink at the hotel is going well right now. (laughs) They can... (laughs) You know, I don't know. You know, this is I guess this is a question and I'm not talking like, you know, y'all go out and two step or whatever, but but would you really 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 want the man of your dreams to be a much better um dancer than you are? It wouldn't bother me. No, okay. I mean, if 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 you if you woke up one morning and um your your man of your dreams was jump around like uh Tyler in his Footloose video, that you'd mm-hmm. be cool with that? I would not be cool with that. Okay. No, no, thank you. I would need him to yeah, calm okay. down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, that's, just, that's my thought, right? Yes, I agree. Yeah, I can and understand like every that, time yes. you took that guy to right, every time he took that guy to a wedding, you'd be like, "Oh Lord, you know, <laughs> please don't is. let him have one too many." Yeah, please don't let the bar be open for too long because this is going to be bad. <laughs> He's doing the centipede <laughs> now. Great, great. What did what did what did you think about what what did you think about? Um, Peter's departure. You think he handled it well? Um, mm-hmm. We all, we both said we felt for the guy, but I mean, I thought he was a pretty classy go out, and I think he really felt what you know. I think he was really sincere about it. Now I have my doubts about Tyler, although maybe he was just not expressing his emotions in a way that was translatable. I thought Peter did a great job on the hot seat with both Chris Harrison and Hannah. I will say, and a lot of people on the blog and on social media mentioned the fact that Hannah was pretty handsy and flirty with Peter whenever they were on the couch. I don't know if that was mm-hmm. just windmill runoff or what, but I think he <laughs> She's handled, a single girl now. She made you know made that pretty clear. She was putting it out there, but maybe um he'll be a backup to Tyler if Tyler doesn't work out. But I think Peter handled himself very well <laughs> Um, in his exit, wishing her the best and hope she finds love and hope she's happy and, and all the uh, things. Uh, uh, One thing I was watching for is what is he saying and how is Chris Harrison setting this up in case he is in the running for the next Bachelor, which I believe he is. Of course he is. It's I'm telling you, it's either going to be him or Mike. Who do you think it will Big be, Mike. though, if you had to pick right now? Well, given the the abundance of '80s aviation theme songs, um, I think Peter has a very good shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Now, I, I was thinking about a few. Um, Danger Zone, maybe. Top Gun 2 is coming out. <laughs> Maverick. I mean, that would be a good... Oh, don't even get me started on that. No, thank you. Why? Really? Yes. I know. Why? Yeah. Because Tom Cruise can needs more money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yes, I'll watch it. Gosh. Of course we're all going to watch it. And everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. You know, like I could see that meeting. There's one executive throwing his hands up going, that's a terrible idea. Wait a minute. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be um, flashbacks and they'll play bits of the volleyball scene from the first one? Yes. Now I have, um, <laughs> as you know, uh, and I'm not going to name drop, but I had a special connection with um, certain folks in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have some inside info that I will share at the appropriate time. But I think that... Um, I think it is going to be a lot of uh, nods to the um, to the original. Have you seen Val Kilmer lately? Um, I've seen pictures of Val Kilmer, and I also know of somebody that's spoken to him regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one knows really how he's doing. He um, mm-hmm. is, didn't he have something wrong with his too. voice or his throat or something? He had cancer. Okay. He had- he had throat cancer. He was apparently a very heavy, heavy smoker. Mm. Um, I love. But he is—he is coming back as Iceman. Is he okay? I don't. I. I'm. I'm curious about that, and a little bit afraid of what that will look like and how that will translate on the big screen this go around this many years later. But I loved Maverick. I did. Thought he was great. Thought Tom Cruise was great. But man, Iceman was up there. I really oh, yeah. like him. back in the day. Oh Hell yeah, my! Val- yeah, mm. yeah. Val Kilmer was it back in the day. Did you ever um, watch him? What was the one where he was the brilliant guy, but he was also real genius? Yes. Real genius. Yeah. I have a theory that Mitch, you know, the boy that he kind of takes yeah. under his wing, yep. is um, Sarah Jessica Parker's twin. You know what? The second that came out of your mouth, I adopted your theory because that's he looks just like her in that just movie. He actually, like he's probably her. more attractive. Yeah, uh, they are twins. Um, agreed. And we might be wandering a little bit. We might want to, you know, fine. maybe get we're gonna, back we're on. We're going to reel it back in. Let's talk about tonight. And Uncle Neil came, and he gave the boys <laughs> a ring. Four choices, uh, which I'm sure Hannah approved, and um, Jed. Um, maybe should have picked the ring that was shaped like a cul-de-sac because the entire thing is a dead end. Um, but he picks the oval because it's more symbolic of, of a lasting, never-ending love, never-ending loop of nonsense. <laughs> Amen. And you know, Neil Lane's like. Golly, oh. and just had to look at his face like, just pick the ring. He's gonna go back to his, <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna go back to his villa in Greece and chill with Harrison. Yeah. After this, yeah. Her- I preferred two thirds of the way of bottles, two th- two thirds of the way through a bottle of scotch. When by the time he gets back, anyway, go ahead. I preferred Tyler's ring. It made me very sad when he got out of the limo or SUV first. I never like it whenever the guy, it's so hard on The Bachelorette because he has to technically start with all these wonderful things. And I think she let him say about three too many sentences before she stopped. Yeah, before she goes, "Um, Tyler. uh, And he was like, dude. And it was, he knew. (laughs) You could just see it on his face. He knew. He He was like, God. He was just like, man, that Footloose video, they talked me into that. I mean, you could just see it going through his head. And then he's like, all right, well, me and my shark skin suit are 
freaking out of here. And um, I'm going to go take advantage. Look, like I said, man, a lot of doors open for that guy, yes. right? I mean, he's got the Jupiter Island thing. He had the boat. He looks fantastic as much as I don't want to admit that with the shirt off. Mm-hmm. Um, good looking dude. Good career. Gorgeous like eyes. Gorgeous right, eyes. Right, right. Oh, well, all right. Let's not let's not get carried a away. Jaw here. that can cut glass. Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. So yeah, he, you know, he's a good looking dude. And so, yeah. so, so he has all these possibilities I mean, he's got the empathy factor that, you know, everyone in the audience is like, Oh, poor Tyler. I want to, you know, him to cry on my mm-hmm, shoulder or mm-hmm. you know, my bosom or whatever. And, and uh, all that's gone now. I mean, that guy, look, that guy was, that guy was one, uh, you know, that guy was the one step away from signing boobs at some place in Vegas with a Sharpie. Um, right. and now, now he's got to hang out with Hannah. I have a question for you. Sure. Whenever it was, whenever somebody was about to exit the limo, did you think it was going to be Jed, who was the last man standing? No, absolutely not. I didn't I, either. In fact, you just roll the tape. We were predicting Tyler for weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I honestly didn't think Jed would make it. So good on them for fooling me. Right. There was a lot of, oh, his family doesn't like her. Her family doesn't like him. She's super confused with him. So like we Don't said earlier, that? I think they were trying to. Right. So let me, to let's tell you, just, can I get my uh, peccadillos out of the way from this season? Uh-huh. Um, so clarity, I don't, I don't ever want to hear that word again, mm. ever. Um, Truth. Oh, well, you know what we didn't talk about? And I'm sure you did. We didn't talk about the men tell all. Now I have to confess, I actually watched the whole thing from start to finish. What? You never do that. That was my no, I know. I, I just I started it. Were you forced at gunpoint? I'm not understanding. No, I, I was curious to see how Luke's comeuppance came about. Okay. And uh, I got to tell you, I enjoyed every freaking second of that guy squirming. And my, my favorite line was the, that dopey guy from Dallas, Big Connor, or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. when when he goes. Oh, dude, I'm going to give you the only compliment of the night. I mean, I got to tell you, I respect you for being up there. And I thought, okay, here's here's one guy that's going to handle this the right way. And then he goes, but seriously, like, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, oh, okay, well, that, that didn't go well. And how did you feel about actual Mateo? He took the high road. He did, but, you know. No, that's that's actual Mateo. I mean, he's a classic guy. We all knew that. Um, fake Prince didn't have anything nice to say. Anyway, I, you know, I don't want to get back in that. But but uh, what was a question pending on the table before I went south on you there? And, Did you and think that Jed would be the last man standing? No, I. You know, I, I really, really didn't think so. And I thought the week before, you know, we were overanalyzing and and saying, well, the reason she didn't sleep with Tyler is because you know she's gonna that's gonna be special or whatever. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought well. She knew what she was going to do two weeks ago. She wanted to sleep with Peter because she liked him. And then she, you know, definitely slept with Jed because she knew she was going to pick him. Right. And she was just going to spare Tyler the, you know, the, the aggravation. Um, but no, it just, it appears that, um, it appears that, uh, she knew what she was going to do early. And I think they crafted the rest of the show for that. Now, look, they knew he had a girlfriend, period, oh, in the story. Yeah. And I'm sure they gave Bobby Bones her phone number. Okay, let's talk about the environment where the proposal <laughs> took place. It was like a pottery graveyard or something. What was that? It, it looked a little. It looked a little disorganized. Yes, very disheveled. And it, is, and, and it was, I think it was one of those things where, 
um, it looked different in person where on mm. camera, I think the, the depth was a little, cause it just looked like they'd scattered a bunch of junk around, <laughs> around the, the lot there. They had statues yeah. without heads and heads without bodies and broken pottery. I think something mm-hmm. fell through and the ABC intern had to, he had to call an audible and modify everything. But what do yeah. you think about Jed coming out with the guitar and giving her a musical, I love you. Is that cool or uncool? No, it was stupid. And I, I, like I said, it would have been so funny if he had done that when, when he walked out to just mm-hmm. absolute silence. Oh my <laughs> just been gosh. like, you know what? So silent Man, when I he walked a, out into I have the an, studio. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the eyes are just piercing through the front mm. of his skull. And, mm, mm, you know, mm. yeah. Poor Hannah Brown. Oh, Hannah. Here's my question, too. Did you think that we spent about 30 minutes too long on the Jed had a girlfriend timeline? Yeah, I think we all knew that. The story had been out forever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my favorite part was when, you know, they have the Ari Becca meeting. Yes. Um, <laughs> Except and, and, there and, were uh, no tears on this one. Well, that's right. She wasn't happy. But but the funniest part about that was like every sentence out of his mouth just dug him deeper and oh. deeper, you know. Um, so, so here's what I find hard to believe. Now I've, you know, I was never a real casual dater, but there were periods in my life, like a year or so here and there when I was in my twenties where I was pretty single, right? Mm -hmm. No way would I ever have introduced a girl to my parents, known her birthday. She knows mine, taking a trip to the Bahamas, taking a trip to a cabin, all that stuff he mentioned in just some sort of informal, casual relationship. I mean, he, he, I, I'll give him credit. He told the truth about it. Granted, he didn't really have a choice because it was already out there. Um, but just say what it was, you know? I mean, just label it what it is. But every sentence out of his mouth, she goes, y'all two in a cabin alone? <laughs> She's like, well, yeah, I got a free cabin. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> that was you went the to the Bahamas like, alone? Yeah, it was a <laughs> yeah, birthday well, present from her parents. Bahamas. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a free trip. What am I supposed to do? I got a free trip. And then Hannah so I got says, on this show. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> Hannah says, no wonder that your parents and your sister were so yeah. weird to Light me. Bulb. Yeah. Where's, where's your, uh, you need your sound effect this week. Your ding. Oh, ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Because the, the bottom, look, the bottom line is this guy's been freeloading off, <laughs> you oh know, ABC for Yes. six weeks or whatever it's been. Why is she surprised he was a freeloader before mm. um, the, the show? Go If I was 20-something and someone said, look, you got an opportunity to travel the world and stay in first-class hotels, meet a bunch of cool dudes, and drink and eat as much as you want, I'd be like, where do I sign up? <laughs> what would they say <laughs> your occupation I... is on your resume? Uh, who cares? <laughs> they could, I could, it's irrelevant. Lounge singer. Put lounge singer it's down. Right. I want it to be that right. so badly. <laughs> I learned like three chords on the guitar. You can do that in a few weeks and then you're good. Mm, just like James Taylor. The, the fake one, or the real one, the fake one. I think the real one knows more than three chords. Yeah. And he's a little more, a little more established than the fake James Taylor. Who's um, apparently still playing um, that bar in Katy, Texas, whatever the name of that is. Remember? <laughs> Yes. You know what? That's about actually that would be a good place. Like if you want to venture out of Houston and I'll come from Austin, I mean, it's almost halfway. You okay. know, you got about an hour and ten out to Katy on a on a trafficy day. I got about an hour forty five out to Katy. Let's let's meet there for a, a James Taylor concert. That would be miserable. 
Well, I'll go ahead and I'll put that on my uh, Instagram monitoring. Can't you do that? Like get an alert or something? I don't know. I don't know how the Instagram works. If who clearly, if who comes to town, we are both going to see him. Who is that musical artist? The Pitbull. There you go. Pitbull. He may actually be uh, featured at that bar in Katie. We should probably <laughs> check on that. He's featured at the hotel bar where Tyler and Hannah are right now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, he's Mr. Mr. 305. He's Mr. Worldwide. But here's the deal, though. I thought when they asked each other for a drink, first of all, I thought he was going to propose. Um, oh, I will I confess that I lost 50, I lost a $50 bet to Mrs. Some Guy. Because um, <laughs> she was like, no way this guy's proposing. No. Um, and I was like, no, he's got it in his pocket. Trust me. Neil Lane hooked him up. Mm-hmm. Um, nope, no proposal. But, um, I, th- I thought it was nice of her to, the way they did that was, you know, kind of leave us alone. We're going to go have a drink. And then even Harrison pushed it a little harder and she was like, leave us alone. We're going to go have a drink. So yep. good for them. She did a great job, uh, being nice and cordial and civil to Jed when he came out and said the exact same thing he had said on the mm-hmm. Becca and Ari couch. Yeah. And then she was just yeah, they, as lovely to Tyler when he came out. I thought she handled herself very well tonight. Well, she's very pageanty. She she stayed you know within the boundaries of decency. And uh, I appreciate your apology. I'm like, no, you don't. You've been mad at this guy for eight weeks. Just say it. Um, I think she's I am pre- ready to move on. I think she's just ready that it's all done and she can move on ish. She's got to go do Jimmy my, Kimmel my and. Good Morning America and Dancing with the Stars, but she can leave this reality show. Hey, listen, you know what, man? Um, I thought Harrison looked great in the gray suit, but Mm -hmm. I do have a bone to pick with Harrison's wardrobe. And I know this is sort of sacrilege, especially on on ending night, because he actually did earn his paycheck Mm -hmm. tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, The tie, not liking the tie, some kind of weird red thing going on. Looks Laura like he spilled this, something. Yes, Laura said the same thing. Why is there... Oh, yeah. wait, no. Yeah, Laura said the same thing, that it looked like there was a spill on his tie. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just not a good look for him. Um, I thought it was a little a little medieval, you know? I mean, I just didn't... It looked like something Robert Pattinson would have worn in that movie where he sparkles. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why would a vampire sparkle in the sun, by the way? Why? Why? <laughs> I don't know, and but man, I would like to see Chris Harrison sparkle in the sun. Yeah, he probably does. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you know that the funny. I was watching Mrs. Some Guy made me, and I mean made me. Um, I, she made me watch those. Uh, what are they called? The vampire movies. What are they called? Twilight. Twilight. And uh, the first one where where he like jump, you know, he saves her and he jumps in front of a car and it hits him and it's dented. And then he like runs through the forest and all that. And then he sparkles. And I was like, well, wh- why does he sparkle? And she's like, because he's a vampire. I'm like, there's, that's not a thing. Like vampires have never sparkled. And she's like, whatever. And then there was a moment like where the, the, the other guy that's not good looking now, but the, the guy turns into a wolf or whatever. What's yeah. his name? Taylor Jacob. or something. Taylor L- yeah. Lautner. Mm-hmm. Thought yeah. So he turns into a wolf and does something, and I go, "This is ridiculous." And she's like, "Yeah, that's that's a little over the top." And I'm like, "What are you, what are you talking about? Like the whole the whole thing is over the. It's stupid." She's like, "Whatever." And so then I didn't have to watch the, any more vampire movies. <laughs> well, you know, real men sparkle. 
Yeah, I'm gonna. You know, if I can make that happen, Lindsay, I, I honestly would. Um, I don't care what part of my anatomy it was. I would, if it sparkled, I'd pull it out in the sun. <laughs> I think we're done with that. I mean, that that's an excellent cap to the season, right there. Cue Jed's jingle. Rain or shine, kind of love like nothing you've seen before. Your dog really does deserve the best. Go pick him up some better ball. y'all so much for listening if you want to read the full recap of the bachelorette you can find it on ihategreenbeans.com fy one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on itunes it would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts thank you so much and make sure to follow me on the socials you can find me at Lindsay on twitter and Lindsay ray on instagram and facebook and don't forget to check out my books why i hate green beans and it's a love story You can find them wherever books are sold. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever.